Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock this morning. Feel free to get online on this lovely Saturday morning. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And you can call us from anywhere in the country. Uh, we've had calls before from Tulsa and Michigan and North Carolina, South Carolina. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And Bob and I will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So, Bob, we usually talk about technology when we start the program. Do you have anything you want to bring up? Yeah, I got some uh, Tesla news. All right. So, uh <clears throat> Yeah, we'll get uh, our our uh, local uh, what's his name from Glastonbury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get our resident the, groupie might not be happy yeah. with this. Anyway, but uh, Tesla Model S Plaid sets yeah. new quarter mile record according to Jay Leno. Really? Leno spoke uh, during a new episode of Spike's Car Radio podcast mm-hmm. and said he witnessed the record take place. So. If comedian and car buff Jay Leno's uh, to be believed, the Tesla Model S Plaid is a world record holder. The celebrity recently called in during the episode, an, epi- there. an episode of uh, Spike's Car Radio mm-hmm. uh, podcast, and said he witnessed the Model S Plaid claim the record for the fastest quarter mile time. All right, so I'm going to jump ahead. Mm-hmm. He said uh, the National Hot Rod Association was also pre- present. To make the time official, according to him, the final time is 9.24 sec, 9.247 quarter miles, uh, second run at 152 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. A 10 second quarter mile time from the factory is always impressive and doubly for a car with four doors. So, we don't know if Tesla slapped any special any special tires or made any sort of modifications to the Model S Plaid to make the record happen. But nevertheless, it's quite a feat. Well, that's the thing. They could actually do a software upgrade and mess with the engine anytime they well, wanted don't to. Don't they have that, uh, what is that called, um, the, the mode? Um, they were Ludicrous doing, mode? Ludicrous mode. Yeah. Yeah. So they could have put it in ludicrous mode. They could have. <laughs> I mean, that's a factory feature. So very cool. I mean, the Tesla, you know, those electric um, motors are pretty amazing as far as the torque goes. In uh, other Tesla news I meant to bring up last week, um, Tesla owners win big legal fight after software update crippled older Model S batteries. Tesla has been ordered by a Norwegian company 
to pay more than 30 customers $16,000 a piece, which is pocket change because of all the money Mr. Te- Mr. Uh, Musk makes selling carbon credits, uh, $16,000 each for slashing the battery life and, and charging abilities of older Tesla Model S's. These are the non-plaid versions, I guess, with a software update. So o- owners of Tesla Model S vehicles purchased between 2013 and 2015 found that after they downloaded and installed the code in 2018, the electronic batteries powering their cars ran out of juice faster than usual and took longer to recharge. Frustrated by the change, more than 30 people in Norway filed an official complaint against Tesla. And basically, the uh, the folks d- agreed out there that the... the uh, the, the Oslo uh, Conciliation Board decided, yep, you're due, you're due some cash. So they're all going to get $16,000 for uh, Tesla crippling their system. And the reason they, they crippled the system um, was due to the issue of uh, batteries bursting into flames. Um, <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they allegedly did it. Instead of replacing the batteries, they Tesla decided to throttle their performance in a software update. Now, of course, they learned that by watching who? Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so they, instead of replacing the batteries, they throttled their performance in a software update for safety reasons. Um, so, of course, again, if you're going to mess with how fast your battery charges, how much charge it holds, you know, you're sitting there driving around, you think you can make it to grandma's house, and then you go putt, 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 and you run out of juice. Um, <laughs> you have electric cars don't go putt, 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 putt. They just they go, go putt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They won't put. So uh, we'll put a link up here for you. you guys can read it. Um, we talked about it when it was occurring, and this is just no- in Norway. I mean, you figure all the other class actions that could occur. Uh, but then again, Tesla fans are Tesla fans, and they might be okay with it. I like the Tesla. I think they're, yeah. they're cool. Yeah, they are. I think that they got the EV uh, movement going in this country. They sure did. So what anyway. else you got, Bob? All right. So um, we've all heard of Michelin. They make tires, great tires. They do. And uh, now, Michelin's inflatable boat sail aims to decarbonize large ships. The uh, wing sail mobility project is pretty darn nifty. It Mm -hmm. doesn't say that, but I changed the word to make it better. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, and it could improve a vessel's fuel efficiency by 20%. Now, if anybody knows how much fuel those ships burn when they're out on the ocean, Mm -hmm. and that's the the dirtiest, most polluting fuel there is. But anyway, could uh, improve a vessel's fuel efficiency by 20%. Michelin may be best known for tires, but it's thinking outside the box to help create sustainable mobility, not just on the roads, but on the seas. On Monday, the company revealed its latest moving on sustainability projects, including the Wing Sail Mobility Project. At its core, WISAMO, uh, WISAMO solution, <laughs> mm-hmm. easy for me to say, right, mm-hmm. is a set of inflatable uh, boat sails to help decarbonize shipping tankers. Using wind power, the deployable sails can increase fuel efficiency by 20%. Michelin said, and reduce a giant vessel's CO2 emissions in turn. Sure. While the uh, project's target tank targets tankers, mm-hmm. though, the system also works on merchant ships and some recreational craft. Michelin worked with two Swiss inventors to pioneer the concept, which is only meant for new ships. Ships can equip Wisamo's inflatable sails on old vessels, and the mast is telescopic, so... Uh, big old boats can retract the sails as needed to enter harbors or pass under bridges. The company said it will fit the, uh, the system on merchant ship for a trial and phase in 2022, which right. is next year. Yeah, very good. Sounds like a good idea. 
So you guys heard about the Colonial Pipeline hack, right? The ransomware attack that happened and knocked out the uh, pipeline on the East Coast there for all the gasoline. Now the bad guys are emailing employees to download a ransomware update that is, of course, actually malware. The attackers are now using the, no the notoriety of the fact that everyone knows about this Colonial Pipeline hack to send out emails that say, hey, you know what? Remember that hack that happened with Colonial? You need to do this update, and it'll keep your, your system safe from the update. It looks like, obviously, coming from your IT or coming from your company. And of course, if you do download this, up, this little update or this attachment, of course, it's ransomware. <laughs> so there, this is the issue with these attacks, guys, is that they use current information, what's happening in the world around us, to try to trick you into clicking on this stuff. So the reason I bring it up, if your company is not using security awareness training for your employees, you're much more vulnerable to these types of attacks. So again, in our uh, approach to cybersecurity for our clients, we have many layers of of security from antivirus to next-gen antivirus to web and mail defense technologies that block stuff coming through to your system in the first place, two-factor authentication, all that fun stuff. But your users are the last line of defense. And if that last line of defense is about 10% of the things that f get through all these technologies. So if they haven't been trained to keep an eye out for these types of attacks, and with training, these are going to be regularly regularly attempted phishing attacks that we're going to send out and try to trick your employees into clicking on based on current events, right? You know, this is how the bad guys trick you. They, they use the current event to get you to click. Well, you know, I think the entire news media misrepresents this whole thing because it's not really a, a, a hack and it's right. not really an attack because they're not attacking anybody. What they're doing is they're sending out a spam email or right. like it's like a robocall if you will with, yep. with email and they're saying <clears throat> my name is Little Red Riding Hood please let me in right. when in reality they're the big bad wolf. Exactly. And people open the door and let them in. Let them right in. <laughs> so without a good security awareness training program running in your company, you you leave the last 10% wide open to chance. And we've seen it over and over and over again. Our program allows us to see who the clickers are in our client base. And uh, those folks are really amazing. They'll keep clicking away. And they're the ones that will bring in the bad stuff into your system. Of course, with these tests that we do, um, they're designed to trick you, right? They're designed to be tricky. And when you click on it, it'll be it'll, there'll be a warning that says, uh-oh, had this been an actual attack, your company could have been compromised due to your actions. And they do it enough, they'll be thrown into remedial training because clearly they're not getting the message. Um, and if they identify a phishing incident that we've sent out to them as part of the training, they'll be rewarded. Congratulations. You actually noticed that this was a phishing attack. You've done a great job to protect your company from these things. So without security awareness training in place, folks, Along with, you can have all the cybersecurity you want. Your people are the last line of defense. You know, you could leave a thumb drive on a table that says, um, you know, payroll. How many people are going to stick that thumb drive into their computer? Not me. Not you. <laughs> but 99% of most folks will. I might stick it in your computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we have a problem. But the point is, your people are very easily tricked. Um, and you need to train them these days because without security awareness training, you're wide open. And tab leverage is a uh, very serious, very uh, 
uh, effective security awareness training program for our clients should they choose to do it. Um, so keep this in mind. We'll put a link up here for you guys. You can take a look at it and uh, see what it's all about. But they're going to use current events to try to trick you. I've had clients complain to me about how they had to go through remedial training. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're the clickers, and I feel bad. I mean, again, you know, of course, we're humans, right? So it's, the training is all designed to try to help you understand what's yeah. out there. You, it, very, we're very trusting, gullible people when it comes to to technology. Well, so far, I'm batting a thousand to the good side. Yeah. And well, I talked to you earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, remember, we had the caller last week that got that. Amazon email? The Amazon email. Yeah. I got that Amazon email as yeah. well. And the first thing I did was not click on it. And not call the number. And I did not call <laughs> the number. I went, opened a browser, went to my Amazon account, right. looked at my purchases, and guess what? It wasn't there. Exactly. <laughs> Don't trust if it, it comes in your email. So we're going to step out for a quick break into your calls. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs here at Tab. He helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we are here till 11 o'clock live on this beautiful Saturday morning, which is nice. Last weekend was kind of crappy. Um... So we're here to help you out. If you're if you wanted to get online, the first hour usually is the easiest. We are broadcasting live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. If you follow us over there, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg deems our broadcast worthy, you might see it. Um, so feel free to check that out. Let's get right to your calls, Bob. Why don't you refresh that screen so we know who's on the line? And we're going to go to Ed first in Glastonbury. What's going on, Ed? Morning, sir. Hi. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? All right. Thank you. Yeah, so I've been having a problem with the uh, Bluetooth. Problem with the Bluetooth? Yeah, you know, last couple of days. Um, it wasn't finding anything. Well, first, it started breaking up a little bit when I would listen. Okay. And, and then I tried uh, disconnecting it, turning it off, turning it on, doing all the things that you can do. And I couldn't find any devices at all. I tried different devices, and no devices came up. So, oddly, today... After several days, I turned on the computer, getting ready to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I turned on my stereo, and a pop-up came up saying, would you like to connect to the stereo? So I just hit yes, and it says it's connected now. Okay. Paired. That's good news. And uh, I'll see if I can crank something up real quick, see if it's working. 
The theme of Bluetooth, it, it can be a little maddening. Um, each device has its own updates and drivers. Even my own phone in my car occasionally drops. I can hear you, I guess. Yeah, that's on the computer. It's not coming through the stereo, though. Okay. So sometimes the, it's the device that's doing it versus the, uh, the drivers on your laptop that are doing it. How old's your the, laptop? Uh, the laptop's just a couple of years old. It works right, perfectly. Yep. Uh, coincidentally, I just did an update. Right. Today or last night. I don't know if that had any effect on it because it's not playing now. Hmm. So you, you are connected, though, right? You find yourself connected? Oh, yes. it, it says, let me go back to the Bluetooth page. <clears throat> okay, so it's, it has found the Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Stereo and it's paired. Yep. And then, of course, you got to tell your receiver to to go ahead and play. Yeah, uh, oddly, it doesn't say connect. It just when I click on it, it just says remove device. Usually but you said it was paired. It says it's paired. Well, then so you should be good. It's already been connected. Yeah, you th- you should be good there if it's paired. Um, are you sure you've set your Yamaha to actually play the Bluetooth connection? Yeah, it's on Bluetooth now. It, now, you're, believe it or not, your Yamaha device also may need an update. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. If uh, it's got this type of technology, it's probably got a wireless or wired network connection where you can update the firmware of your stereo there, of your receiver. Hmm. And so it, what could have happened is you moved past its ability to communicate, and you may want to consider updating that. Um, on the Yamaha side. So what, that would have like a uh, connection in the back for that? or It could, or you have to go to the wireless configuration of your Yamaha to see if there's a wireless interface you can connect your device to so it can have those firmware updates happen automatically. You can also configure it to do so. Because uh-huh. as technology moves forward and that Yamaha stays static, you get newer and newer Bluetooth technology that's going to try to communicate with it, and it may not do well. Again, my example with my car, I've got a newer Pixel phone that drops every now and again driving me nuts just like it's driving you nuts so i have to bring my car <laughs> into the dealer to have them update the uh operating system on the, on the car to fix that wow so i would tell you to look at your yamaha uh, and see if there's an update you can apply does that make sense it does how would i go about looking into the yamaha though? well you'd have to do the old the old rtfm read the flipping manual so go online and do a search on that model Yamaha device to see how you connect it to the internet or network. Oh, excellent. All right. Yeah, I still have the... I just bought it not more than six months ago, so I still got the book around. Yeah, and that's what I would do. Oh, I'd see if that helps. There, how I can update that? Oh, okay. I had no idea. Yep. See if that works. Excellent. All right, sir. Yeah, I'll give that a try. All right, good luck. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Have a great day. Great show. You too. Yep, thank you. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. We understand what you're doing. You're out there enjoying the weather. Don't blame you. But Bob and I are here, pasty white computer geeks. Uh, I used to say we were in the basement here, but they let us out. We're in. We're here in the hermetically sealed studios here still in East Hartford, Connecticut. Looking forward to going to Farmington soon, I hope, um, and seeing Matt in person after, I don't know, a year and a half it feels like we've seen the guy in person. Um but feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. As we wait for your calls, here's a good uh, story that I found interesting. Um, basically, there is a lawsuit now happening with iCloud Storage, and it's been conf- uh, deemed a uh, class action lawsuit. A U.S. judge has approved a limited class action uh, suit against Apple for breach of contract following a complaint that its iCloud used third-party servers, including storage storage facilities belonging to Amazon, Microsoft, or Google, to host customers' data rather than using its own machines. Now, you're going to say to me, oh, come on, Eric, what's what's their problem? Why do they care? Well, you guys are Apple people. You're Apple people for a reason. Right, you are Apple people because you trust in the product, you trust in their level of security, you trust that they're the ones taking care of your stuff, and then if you if they then charge you Apple premium prices to then stick your data on Microsoft's cloud, I don't blame you for being cranky. Or Google's cloud, Amazon, you're you're saying, hey, I'm paying Apple prices because I trust these guys to keep my data safe, and Apple's then outsourcing your stuff, sticking it on somebody else's cloud. This is the issue with the cloud, by the way. You don't know where your stuff is anymore. You don't know who has access to it. You don't know where it's been. You don't know where it's been, who has access to it, who could subpoena who to get information. I mean, these all these cloud companies get plenty of requests. Hey, let's, I want to see what Dobbs doing on the Internet there. Oh, let's go ahead and go ahead and issue a subpoena. I was reading an article. I think they comply with uh, the vast majority. Of they them. do. I don't remember the percentage, but it was very high. You need to talk into the mic, but I agree. <laughs> 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 I can hear you. Uh, so they're being sued, and, and it's for breach of contract because basically Apple says when iCloud is enabled, this is a quote, your content will be automatically sent and stored by Apple. 
which is not the case if they stick your stuff on Amazon, Google, or Microsoft's cloud. Um, we've been working with customers that have to deal with um, ITAR and DFARS, and they found out that their ERP software, they, the company hosting their ERP software, cannot guarantee that the ERP software are on American servers. So guess what the client has to do? Buy their own server and move their whole ERP to the local in-house building because they can't guarantee that this, the data is where it's supposed to be. Um, this is again something we have to be careful with, and I kind of agree with these Apple people. And if you're an Apple person, you know you guys have always said, "Well, it's more secure, more private. You'll pay the extra," and then they stick it on a cheap Amazon web server. <laughs> you can't make it up. Yeah, well, um, yeah. You just need to know where your data is and who really has it in place and who's protecting it. Uh, if Apple's paying a third party to do it, I don't know. And I, you better have a backup of it, your own backup. Well, there's that too. Yeah. So we're going to put a link up here for you guys so you Apple users can see where your iCloud data might be going. You may, maybe, maybe you want to find out if it's stick, if they're putting it on Amazon, Microsoft, or Google, as it seems they are. Um, and you can take a look at this. This was uh, an amended complaint filed uh, April 27th in 2020. So it looks like they can move forward. Um, we'll go from there. What else you got, Bob, as we're waiting for calls? Okay. Facebook uh, hit with uh, EU and UK antitrust probes over... Oh. Hold it right there, Bob. The phones have blown up. So we've got plenty of folks on the line. So we'll bring up that, uh, that, that story later. Let's go right to Glastonbury and Danny. What's going on, Danny? Hey, Danny, what's up? Oh, God, I need help. You need help with that? What's going on? Well, last week I was uh, trying to look up something about the uh, Center for Disease Control and some statements they made back over a year ago that were contradictory to what they're mm -hmm. saying now. Yes. So I, I went to my tablet and I went, I Googled it, and the only thing that was coming up about the CDC was all things within the last week. And I went through the next page and the next page and the next page, and there was nothing, no stories on that topic that I was asking them older than the last seven days. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll go to Bing, you know, because... The, the the information I was looking for was contradictory to what they're saying now, so I thought, well, Google's protecting them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll go to Bing and see if anything comes up different with Bing. Mm -hmm. So I went to, on my on Google on my Google search. I put, just put in Bing. Yeah. And it came up, you know, Bing browser, blah blah blah. And I tapped on it, and a little a search window came up, and then I put the same information, the same question in. Mm-hmm. And it came up almost the same thing. I couldn't get anything older than a week. Interesting. So I clicked back out, and I forgot all about it, and I didn't do anything else. And then the next day when I used my tablet, I noticed when I did a search, the format was different hmm. than it always looks. And I thought, oh, God, don't tell me Google did an update or a down, you know, changed something. And it went on for a day or two, and I thought, well, this sucks. This is really, you know, I don't, I don't like the way this is laid out now. Mm -hmm. And then it dawned on me that this is like a Bing response when you search with Bing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could so be. So somehow or other, my tablet now is stuck in Bing <laughs> for the search. Right. Like, like I just, I just uh, Googled uh, Tesla Musk. And it's yeah. about nine, one million uh, hundred nineteen thousand results in point zero seven seconds. Yeah. And I got my wife's tablet right next to it, and I did the same thing, and it comes up the way I always used to see it with uh, Chrome and Google. 
Right. So you. So how do I get out of Bing Hell? <laughs> you I, should, went the, I looked at I went to history for my my yeah. tablet, and I thought maybe I could find the entry where I searched Bing. You know, entered Bing for a search, and I would tap on that, next it out, and that, that would clear it out. But mm. I, it's not showing up that I ever put Bing in. Right. It looks like you chose Bing as your default search engine. Right. And I saw something online where it says. People get Bing hijacked or Bing hijacked you. <laughs> Are you laughing? Well, it's true. It's just crazy. Oh, uh, you, yes. You, you just love that I have a, a serious problem. Well, it's good you actually have a computer problem for once, which is kind of interesting. I well, like I it. Know. That's, what, that's why I'm excited. I actually have a real problem that you, people call about instead of just my blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. So, yes, we have to show you how to uh, change your default search engine um, within your browser. Have you looked that up, Bob, or do you have any ideas well, for it? Well, it wouldn't be in his browser. It could even be in his Google account. His, well, no, his, uh, well, on his tablet. It could be there, too. In, in the settings, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there should be a setting in there that says what your default search engine is. There could be, and yes. That's what you need to change, or maybe it's in the browser as well. It could be in the browser. It could be in the tablet. It could also be in your Google configuration, your actual Google settings if you're using Chrome. Okay, so what I did was I, I, I looked it up a couple of times. It said something about going to settings and look up um, uh, appearances, appearances settings and stuff, and uh, see if thing is set as uh, you know Chrome instead of Chrome. But when I go into settings, I never see this appearance settings. I see uh, other things that don't seem to correspond with what I looked up online. Within your t within this Galaxy tab. Yes, my this yeah my uh, my my tab uh, S two. Yeah, the old S two. Um, it may not be in that setting area. It, again, it could be in your Google Chrome settings because you're using Chrome as your browser. Right. When you when you log in, do you see a little circle in the upper right hand corner with a a D in it for Danny? So they know you're logged in as Danny. No, uh, you know I don't browser. think I ever set any of that up. I mean, when I just turn my tablet on, the home, the the main page comes up with all the icons, right. and like I've got the Chrome uh, Beach Ball, and I tap on that. When you bring up the Chrome Beach Ball up in the upper right hand corner, next to the three dots, left of it, okay. are you logged in? Is there a little circle with a D in it for Danny? No, or, it just says L. Oh, you know what? That's is that Larry? Is that, that your middle name? Luigi instead of Danny. All right, Luigi. So Luigi's configuration okay, so could I be... Am, if sync is on, uh, passwords, payments, addresses, privacy, security, advanced accessibility, Yeah. which is the closest thing to what it was talking about, uh, settings, site settings, languages. Right. I, I, you know, I, I went through all these one by one. There's a there's a settings under that called under basics. You should have search engine. Under basic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't see anything that says basic. Well, for, under settings, there should be then under your basic settings according to Chrome here. So under, right here at the, at the top it says search engine Google. Oh, so then you are using Google. You're not using Bing. Yeah, but when I when I put in a search like I just did it side by side with my wife's tablet. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the the whole thing comes with different. It looks just like uh, the Bing um, thing. It looks like the Bing thing, but you're using you're using Google search, which means it's fine. And the reason you would get different search engine, different results, is because you're based on Luigi's requests and yeah. she's based on her requests, which, believe it or not, are not the same. Right. I so you can yeah, get different sense. answers there. But we, you've proven that your search engine under Chrome is... Google Chrome. What do you got, Bob? Anything else you want to bring up? Well, yeah, it says here that 
if you're not using uh, the search engine you want, you can go into uh, uh, the web page up on the left, tap on the lock, tap permissions, uh, and then location access and select block for the current search engine. Assuming that the search engine is set to Bing. Right, which is not. So I think you're good. I think it's just like you're, you have a font issue, but you're, you're using Chrome. Yeah. You're using Google. Right. And you may want to consider DuckDuckGo, by the way. Have you checked that out? Well, you know, I used them. I was going to go to them next after I saw that other thing. Yeah, uh, DuckDuckGo is great. came up with thing, I was going to go to them and see, ask the same question, see if they came up with anything back from last year. But then I, got, I had to do something else, and, I'm, I, you know, I got over the whole thing. Yeah, it's very interesting what's happening on the Internet where the actual data is being changed. Uh, even even news outlets are actually changing their stories as to how they wrote them. data they, they don't want out there, too. Yeah, because yeah, this was all about the whole thing with the contradiction with Fauci stuff he's saying now that he right. wasn't saying before. Right. Well, for me, it has to do with net neutrality. Remember the promise of net neutrality yep. and all the non-censorship and all the mm-hmm. data would be se- treated equally and all this kind of stuff? Net neutrality has nothing to do with it. These these individual outlets are the ones that are censoring and making these up- updates and changes. So yeah. now you have to find, work even harder to find the truth. Well, can can you put that uh, put that up for me, Bob, on the on the thing? And, and one other quick question: My mm-hmm. wife, uh, who's been using uh, Yahoo Mail, SBC Global forever, yeah, still, and she hasn't gotten you know bit like when she turns on her computer and everything's gone, right? You guys, there was a procedure to switch over out of that, wasn't there? Well, we would tell you to use something else like Proton Mail as mm-hmm. a solution. Get a real mail but mail how does system. But transfer everything over? If you just get Proton and then... You can export your contacts and then import them into the... Uh, depends on your mail client that you're using for email. Mm-hmm. I assume she's using a web-based client, so it may be harder. But she can export her contacts and uh, try to import them into Proton Mail. All right. All right. This is grim news. <laughs> hey, the, the, uh, the cargo ship just arrived at the space station this morning. They resupplied. I heard about it. Nice. Awesome. And they launch some more satellites tomorrow. Yep. No, it's awesome. Well, we'll see how the satellites work. Are you connected yet? No, I haven't heard back yet. All right, let us know. talking about September. September, okay, let us know. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's talking about the, the, the quarter mile. They've got that new, the Roadster, it, it goes um, 0 to 60 in 0.9 seconds. Unbelievable. Yeah, Bob, do you have a story about that? Or? Well, I just read option. A rocket booster option? What do you mean rocket booster? They're using fuel. They have rockets. They have thruster rockets. Well, that doesn't sound very green. Well, are they are they electric thrusters? Uh, no, no. With the electric motor, you go uh, in, in one point nine, and they're going to have some kind of thrusters that are like little uh, gas jets. Well, he's going to lose his carbon credits doing that. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thanks, Daddy. All right, thanks, Danny, for calling in. We're going to step out for a quick break and uh, get back to more of your calls. we got Ed, Walter, and Harry on the line. Feel free to hang on, guys. We'll be right back after this quick break. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. Let's get right to your calls. You jammed up the lines for us. We appreciate that. Let's go right to Ed in Berlin next. What's going on, Ed? Ed, you there? Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Um, I have a question for you about backups. All right. For, for many years, I used the briefcase feature on Windows mm. that you can use, you know, for syncing your files. Mm-hmm. And I had I had it installed on an external hard drive, and I would sync to the external, and that was how I did my backups. And it it worked great for a long time. Sure. Um, with the most recent upgrade to Windows 10, that feature has been completely obliterated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the only thing I can see on here is this um, file history. Is that the way? Is that the right way to do backups? The right way to do backups. That's a that's a pretty heavy duty question. What's the right way to do backups? Um, depends on what you're mitigating for these days. In the, when we first started this show, you know, 25 years ago, we were mitigating for simple hardware failure. Right, we were mitigating for just a drive failure, a system failure. So you would, you know, we'd give you options where you could simply copy your data. And again, for most home users, obviously businesses are different, but for most home users, if you copied your data once a week, it wasn't going to be the end of the world if you lost some data uh, if something failed. Right? right now, we have to mitigate for ransomware, which is the more insidious issue out there these days, where the bad guys encrypt your data, and then they also try to encrypt your backup. Right, So your hardware could be perfectly good, but they've got a software key where they say, hey, go ahead and pay us or we're not going to let you have your data back. They use just encryption software, which is readily available everywhere, to encrypt your data, and they've got the special key. So your backup has to really keep that in mind. And the only way to protect data from ransomware is to do a backup and then disconnect it from your system so it's quote-unquote air-gapped. Right, the the backup is not connected to anything. Right, my external hard drive is not connected to the computer except when I'm backing up. Beautiful. Now, so if you're going to use a backup like that, you can use software tools to produce the backup. Where if you use a Cronus or we've we've talked about EZUS or EZUS, um, that software produces an actual image or a backup set of your data over to that external hard drive. You need to use that software to recover. Now, of course, if your machine is toast, you're wiping and reloading by default, loading the software back on there, and then performing the, re- the restore from the software. Or you can do simple X copies using just a, a simple command where you copy data from one drive to another, a robocopy, let's say. And the thing is, though, that I want to make sure you're aware of, Ed, is that just having that one backup target is only one shot at your data. So let's say your backup went horribly wrong. You overwrote everything last night, and it's a backup that's corrupted. You don't even know it's corrupted, right? And then you get encrypted today. What are you going to do? You'll have nothing to restore from. So you need an A and a B and maybe even a C backup target where you can restore from those alternatives in, in, the, in the event that your primary target got damaged or it was a bad backup. Um, so keep that in mind, and I would get a rotation going as far as how you want to back up. If you just use a simple robocopy or you know, just a basic copy of your, of your data, because you're using briefcase, so you're just actually looking at your data itself, 
you can just copy folders so you actually have the raw readable data. We, we, and that's kind of easy to do as long as you just run a, a script. We can we can give you some information. I'm sure we can find some stuff on how to use RoboCopy um, if that's something you want to keep it simple. Or you can buy a software like EaseUS or uh, Acronis we've talked about for an image-based backup. Just rotate those targets because you're not mitigating for hardware failure anymore. You're mitigating for ransomware primarily, um, hardware failure secondarily. Yeah, maybe I'll get, an, I'll get another external hard drive. A couple of them and do an A and a B swap. Yeah. Um, what about this file history feature, though, that they have on Windows? Is that okay? Is that something I can use? It seems I did it once. It seems to work. But Bob, have you looked that up at all? I haven't used it myself. File history in Windows? File history? Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever used it. We can look it up during the break. I don't think I've ever used it at either. So I can look that up for you, sir, while we go through the break. I don't think we'd recommend it, but we'll take a peek at it. Okay, well, I'll look forward to seeing what you're uh, what you put up on your links there, and, and uh, I'll look at some of those things. Sounds good. Thank you for calling in. All right, thank you, gentlemen. All right, Bye now talk to you soon. Bye bye. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock, guys. So Walter, Harry, and Tom, hang on if you can through the news here. Uh, everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and you want to watch what we're doing here on WTIC's Facebook page, page you can. And if you like us at Tab Computer Systems Facebook page, the news might get into your news feed if Zuckerberg deems it worthy. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.